Okay, baby. This is on another um podcast. Me. My name is Bob Bob. Bob Morrissey. Mrs. Kisses. Joe Faladori is the guest on the podcast. I think he's got a couple of days left of his Kickstarter, which is a project releasing all of his home and professional recordings of his band, The Mathletes. Uh, the Kickstarter was funded. I contributed. I've known Joe for years and years. One of the funniest guys who doesn't do comedy, but has, has dabbled in it. But uh, just, a, just a funny, delightful, uh, heck of a person. Mr. Joe Faladori is, our, is my my guest on this podcast i we don't talk about much of substance or value um no, no nobody's crying nobody's nobody's well it, it gets deep i guess I was, I was talking about this book i was reading called convenience store woman by sayaka murata there's a book about a, a woman who just doesn't feel normal anywhere and then when she gets a job working at a convenience store that's the only place where she feels like her personality fits because she doesn't have a human personality she's just like uh happy to be stuck in a um you know normalized environment where she has a couple of things that she says that are uh like you know she she could you imagine being satisfied working at a convenience store? Nobody is. And she wasn't, but, you know, no. it's, uh, anyway. I got, I got Mrs. Kisses here in my arms. I'm kind of satisfied in my life. And it's, I mean, as, as far as things that let that go, I mean, like, who's, who's fully happy? Not me. But I'm, I'm, I'm as happy as I'll ever be, I guess. Nah. I'm pretty darn happy these days. I, I, I got it. Okay, kisses, kisses, uh, kisses. All over. Nah, nah. Okay. So, we put out this podcast. Uh, have a great day. I mean, hot girl summer. I mean, it's it's gonna be a good one. It's, uh, oh, all right. Um, the podcast is called The Healing Club. My name is Bob Morrissey. This is Joe Valadori on The Healing Club. And, uh, that's, that's about it. All right, bye. All right, all right guys. Similar situation, but with a child. I came home early from school one day, and the mom is asleep on the couch with the dildo and the first bag of... Are you recording right yeah, now? Yeah, we'll okay. speak a little closer, something about the dildo on the couch and the mother and the father, and... Um, uh, I don't believe there's a father. Do any of these headphones work? Yeah, um, they're not plugged in, but they're, you know... Just for kind of... Yeah, it better. so just uh, just put it on, just to... Uh, I'm a real podcast! <laughs> pew, pew, pew! <laughs> yeah, I got, I'm going to take these off if that's okay. Okay, uh, uh, Hi, Joe. Hey Bob, it's good to see you. It's been a long time. Yeah, Joe Faladori back on the on the pod again. Um, you just funded your your pot, your Kickstarter for your Mathletes project. 
I did. Yeah, and just a couple hours ago. Yeah, I I contributed. I I had waited to contribute because I uh, didn't want to. And then <laughs> <laughs> but then you saw that it was going to win, and you're like, well, uh, yeah. then I uh, then I saw that you only had a few days left, so I so I gave you fifty bucks for your Kickstarter. To describe the the um, project again a little bit, while I uh, get my cat to try to settle down, <laughs> just you need to stop kisses. You need to stop. Sweet enough to do. Uh, well, maybe she'll like the story about my. Uh, Neat indie rock band slash home recording project. Uh, I, I I make music and I've put music out since I was young and uh, I did a Kickstarter thing to preserve the best of my songs on a vinyl LP record uh, because most of the stuff I put out was on CDR and those are all scratched now and some of it was on MP3 and MySpace is gone so yeah I've just always wanted to have like a collection that I could hand to people and say hey look my stuff. Okay so but is there you have a few things on Spotify, right? Yeah, I've got about, I haven't put it all online because not everybody needs to hear everything I've ever done, but I have about 30 albums worth of songs, uh, and some of the better stuff is online that people can listen to. I think one album's on Spotify. Yeah. And that was an accident. Um, but it's okay, you can listen to it if you want. Yeah. How is that an accident? Um, we have put out a record before, uh, a full-length final release. We, meaning uh, uh, the Map Leaks, my band, which is sometimes tricky, sometimes not. Uh, and it was financed by people who had money, which was very exciting, but that meant that I couldn't make a lot of decisions, like um, whether or not it's going to be online. Mm -hmm. I just kind of, I, I, I'm not very career-oriented. Neither am I. Oh my god, I'm so bad about, I don't know, putting my... my, my life together and having a having a you know, figuring things out even right? outside of creativity right yeah like, how many steps <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh but if somebody was like hey bob i want to put out a, a stand-up uh, album of yours like would you be you'd be excited right yeah just do all the work for me i'll do the stand-up show exactly and then i'll uh, i'll see what happens that'll be great and then after a while they're like hey so um the the your, your album's coming out but it's only going to be packaged with uh, slices of white bread that's the format we're going with. You can't. It's not going to be on MP3 or CD or vinyl or anything. It's just going to be with bread. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, you're putting it out. It's your money. And you yeah. don't understand how bread music, bread comedy works. Wait, I don't get the bread thing. Is that like Spotify? I guess so. It's not a good metaphor. <laughs> I lost track of it very early in the talking part, but I'm like, I bet I can spit the lines, and I couldn't. <laughs> no, man. Good. I ain't got a lot of sleep lately. I've been working on this project which i'm not even very good at describing it's like greatest hit sort of thing for but you're putting it out in a physical form and a format that people can preserve and you're also drawing little ducks for people yeah. i would like a duck actually i like your your duck drawings i would like one i believe that you qualify your you pledged a high enough level to receive a duck drawing and i'm very okay. excited to give you your duck all right uh, i don't i just saw i saw robert morrissey on a little list and i went who the fuck is that and then we you forgot up. that my name is Bob. I, yeah. Well, no, I remember your name is Bob. I just forgot it was Robert also yeah. sometimes. But it was very official, and I appreciated that. I would get really mad if people called me Robert. You don't. I mean, it's not like you don't seem like a Robert, but you're just not. You're a Bob, man. You know, you're Bob. When I was like seven, I'd be like, uh, um, yeah, Bobby. I, 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 couldn't, I, I couldn't stomach that when I was seven. I was, I was too serious as a seven-year-old to be called Bobby. <laughs> That's kid shit. What? That's kid shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's never a joke. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Oh, yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know, just staggering through life. Uh, but uh, doing a little better than last year. I guess last year you were on the podcast a couple times, and I was I was in a, a shitty place at a shitty job, like uh, thinking like 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 stuff was never going to change. Uh, and and it, it's changed a little bit. Now I'm working as a DJ at a strip club, making about three times as much money as awesome. I was making working in, as a waiter at a restaurant. And uh, and I've got a, a boyfriend. Uh, we've been dating for about six months. I didn't know that, man. That's awesome. Way to go. Yeah, he's he's great. He's uh, he's really funny and sweet and um, you know honest and adorable. Uh, and we're not like you know I, I I don't feel like he's playing any games with me or like that I that I have to not I I get to totally be my real self around him even if that's completely embarrassing. Oh, um, that's beautiful, man. That's the dream. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's. I'm really happy to hear that. Uh, I thought you would be a lonely troll forever. Get out of here! <laughs> well, I've been in. I've been in troll mode for a while, and I'm learning to, to uh, be all right with that. But no, I hear relationships. Yeah, they're a really cool thing for certain people. Congrats, yeah, I'm a relationship-oriented person. I think I get like, uh, I I can also be a little bit like, uh, like 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 clampy and needy, and grabby, and uh, you know, suffocating. You know, just kind of like an octopus, like uh, like like I won't let go. You know, <laughs> that's romantic. <laughs> Some people are very into that. Um, <laughs> Are you, do you, like, have you said I love you to somebody after, like, only knowing them a short period of time and then being like, whoops. Uh, you strike me as an I love you type of person. Mm, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, yeah, I've done that before. Uh, I, I don't know. I've at least tried to convince myself that it's true before I've said it. That's good. Well, yeah, you don't want to just. Yeah. I, I've never just said, I love you. <laughs> like, I'm going to trap him. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I love you. <laughs> like, I don't mean it, you know? <laughs> yeah, that would be, that's oh. kind of confrontational. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> uh, Well, that's good. Now speak from your heart, but, you know, you've got a big open heart. You're a very open wound bleeding everywhere. Like, <laughs> you're, you're very, I don't know, you don't hide your emotions. Very well. You don't like, you're not like a crying temper tantrum girl or anything, but you're just very open about the stuff you feel. And I think that's what makes you a good comedian. Ah, oh, okay. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, but it also makes, you know, it, 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 I'm pretty raw a lot of the time, and that makes life a little bit harder. Yeah. I think I, I leave myself open to be uh, fucked with. Like, like, I say things that uh, are embarrassing and shameful and ugly and awkward on stage, and people are like, noted. You play a character to a degree. You know, that's separate from who you are mm -hmm. when you're on stage. Like every comedian does to a certain extent. But you also say some really real shit about your life. So, uh, but then, uh, well, I, well, I don't know. I, I'm reading this book that I really like called Convenience Store Woman. It's this Japanese, oh, it's not nearby, so I don't remember the name of the author. It's a very difficult Japanese name. Anyway, um, it's called Convenience Store Woman. It's not on the bookshelf. I think it's on the ta on the chair over there. Or on the couch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's just a little, little, slight, little novel, and uh, by Sayaka Murata, and it's just a woman who's uh, just doesn't fit in amongst regular people and doesn't understand why other people think the way they do, and is always surprised when she feels like, like, like when she's a. Uh, her first example is when she's a little kid. She's playing at in the park with her uh, six-year-old sister and she's four and all the kids are like uh, there's a little like a pet bird somebody's pet bird dies and everybody's crying over it and then she just goes and grabs it and goes like well let's cook it let's all eat it let's, like daddy's always talking about how he loves somewhat of some kind of chicken dish or whatever and so like she doesn't understand that other people would feel attached to this bird that's just like all the chickens that everybody eats or all the poultry that you know the like people always eat birds. Why do? Why are we crying over this one? And uh, and she and like she just doesn't get the way other people think of of uh, yeah. Like and and she's in college and she's eighteen and she starts working at this convenience store and it's the only place where she ever has uh, felt normal because it's because um, uh, uh, she seemed like a like like she didn't have to be herself there. She could just listen to how other people are supposed to talk and. It was the only time she'd ever been able to walk through the world and say exactly what was expected of her because it was the formula so easy. When you're working at a convenience store, you just say, hello. Oh, would you like some help with that? Oh, well, our stores are full of, uh, like, like she, it's a forcibly normalized environment. Yeah, very structured. Yeah. Every interaction. You have so, so as a person who doesn't know how to be normal, she's comfortable in a forcibly normalized environment. But now, then she's working there for 18 years, and it's beginning beginning to be like uh, hard for her to still seem normal working there because everybody's like, "Well, why do you still work at a convenience store when you're a full grown woman who you know has uh, like no real problems?" And, and like, I, 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 am just uh, I've never felt like a, like I like I think the way everybody else thinks or I know how to be the way everybody else is. I've always felt like at a complete loss or like 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 a foreign object when I'm walking around and everybody like and foreign objects always get expelled from <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So um anyway, I don't know why I brought that up. I was just reading it right before you came over, but the the idea of being a like a like a foreign object and then having to change just to uh, you know, like, like being a nonconformist is is really difficult, and 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 this is set in Japan, where I bet it's even more difficult than here to do anything that's nonconformist. But here's pretty difficult. You know, like you can do whatever you want here, just nobody cares in this society. Yeah, we are much more individualist than Japan. That is yeah. True. Um, I I that sounds really interesting. I, I have felt a lot in my life that I was kind of going through emotions I didn't really understand, just kind of not wanting to be abnormal, but not really knowing how everybody else does it. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Like, 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 just kind of like, you know, I don't want to not fit in, but I kind of don't know how. I think a lot of people feel like that at one point or another in their lives, but um, maybe not for their entire life all the time. There's this other, like, thing, and in this, this other thing that happens in this book is like when when other employees are mad about something, she's happy to just go along and be like, "Yeah, I'm mad about that too," because people get happy 
when they share in your anger. If you're like loudly angry about something and and you go fucking yeah, like this sucks. That person's a fool. And the person who listens to you and goes, yeah, I'm angry too. Then you're like happy about how like uh, how cool it is to be angry together. Sounds like Twitter to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So much of our, our, our entertainment is just like, look at these fucking dicks. Look at these stupid assholes. Look at these motherfuckers. That's most reality television. <laughs> fucking idiot. I'm Everyone's that. stupid. <laughs> Everyone's stupid but me. Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah, that's that's a lot of... Uh, I, I watch ESPN with my dad sometimes, and it's just people yelling about other people yeah not not it's it's man i don't know i like when it's like why would he take a shot like that (laughs) why would he throw a pass that you know didn't like why would he throw so many interceptions or like you know like like when people get angry that your 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 body didn't throw the football right way yeah you made like there's really nothing deliberate about that other than like i didn't train enough or practice or you know they but uh, but then somebody else yells about why that was a genius move to throw it like that, and then they're yelling at each other, and you pick which side you want to be yelling with. Yeah, it's always know. like fat guys like Chris Berman from ESPN. <laughs> I love baseball tonight. <laughs> screaming about sports, it's like you've never touched a baseball in your fucking life. Why do you care? <laughs> Look at you. I bet he did have some sort of Probably. athletic history or whatever, but never professional. Never, never you know. All these, they imagine being a nerd who just all he thinks about is baseball. Like when I was a little kid, I used to hate playing baseball, but I would collect baseball cards and just memorize all the statistics, stats, just yeah. so that I could, you know, be in the back seat of the car and my stepdad would be like, "Oh wait, what happened three years ago? How many home runs did Ryan Sandberg hit?" And I would know. And I hated sports, but I was valuable. I was a valuable tool. When it came to, to like uh, memorized sports knowledge, that was a real baseball player you named. So legit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he played for the Cubs. I know that. Yeah, he did. Oh. Yeah, I, I I was the same. I did play little league, and I like yeah, I just like running around with other kids, you know. But I didn't. Uh, um, yeah, I mostly just like the nerd shit. Like I read baseball cards like they were comic books, and like you know, uh, statistics. Um, how did we get on the talking about? This? I don't know. I think my point was yelling is entertainment for people, and I don't care for that so much. Yeah, I just think it's stupid that I that I ever cared all, at all at all about the professional baseball players when I hated the sport. Like I hated playing it and watching it. I <laughs> just like yeah, that is odd. Why did you like the cards? What because about it made other people happy that I knew could... something or that I that I had something or that like that. Like I, I would just like invest myself in what everybody else was investing energy into just so that I could, you know, contribute something when they needed it, even though it wasn't something that I, well, what, what, are, what, what comes from you that you care about? I don't know. That's a real mystery, isn't it? Like, huh. yeah, I guess you start off caring about things because other people want you to and you think it's what you should care about. But then after a while, you really do genuinely want to care about those things. So where does it start and end? I don't know. Probably. Uh, man, I don't know anything about anything. Let me ask him a question. I don't know. It's just an open-ended question. Yeah, well, ask your cat, man. <laughs> <laughs> the 
kind of knows more about philosophy. She probably does. She probably does. She's just playing close to her chest. <laughs> if you can't see right now, podcast listeners, Mrs. Kisses has an adorable yellow bow. I don't know if that gets talked about very often. It's new. It's, yeah. It's beautiful. Like, it really made me happy to see her. <laughs> it's it's her hot girl summer uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, summer line. She had a little bandana, a little blue bandana, covering up the flea collar. But if she gets out, I just want people to know that this is a cat that people that belongs to somebody because no cat no in the wild has has her little outfit. Yeah, alley <laughs> cats are not outfitted with anything. <laughs> you know, so. Even if she did tear the shit out of the side of the bow, stop, stop, stop picking at your clothing. Cat. I don't want to go around and just dress up stray cats now. <laughs> yeah. We've got to brighten everybody today. Except for the cat. The cat's <laughs> You'd probably get scratched and infected and die. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But I'd die doing something I believe in. <laughs> that would be a good death, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he died as he lived. <laughs> Dressing up cats. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest joy was also his downfall. Do you know Lindsay Samard? She does not live here anymore, but it's she used to be Miss Houston, so everybody knows Lindsay. Probably she's probably gonna she probably does know me. Probably do know her. It, and if she ever hears this, I'll be like, I don't know. And she'll be like, Fuck Bob. <laughs> I don't. Uh, wait, Lindsay Samard. Y'all did. Y'all ran in different circles. I don't. Think okay. Was, All right. Maybe I didn't know her. I just I'm guilty for not knowing people. She's yeah. a friend of mine. It doesn't matter. Just a friend. My friend Lindsay, uh, which is what I should have said. <laughs> Uh, she has this adorable, she had for years and years uh, a beautiful little black chihuahua named Marla who like never barked at people, super chill, like not a support animal, but like could have been, like always like chill to be carried around. Marla passed away, she got another adorable, chill, no bark little black chihuahua, and I want one so bad because mm. I need an emotional support animal. Like I could like qualify for that shit. And a chihuahua that doesn't bark, it's just like basically like a little squirrel that doesn't fly. Yeah, but the chihuahuas and, and little wiener dogs and stuff, they all fall off of tables and break their backs. Oh, that's not cool. Rats don't do that. I had fat rats when I was a kid, <laughs> yeah. but they die after like a few years. Um, that might be the perfect amount of time to have a pet. You know? It's like you're, you're like... Uh... <laughs> it's kind of like they're a puppy for their whole life. <laughs> yeah. Just a real weird... Yeah. Man, but like... There's a difference between being like 14 and having a pet rat and like pushing 40. Like, mm. do I really want to be a rat guy again? Oh, yeah. Having ladies over going, have you seen my pet rats? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have to say it like that. But I'm sure I would, you know? Yeah. Like that rat life. Again. I don't know. Snakes. My cousin had a snake. Yeah. Uh, he was cool. Um, my cousin, not the snake. The snake fucking freaked me out. But rats are better than snakes. Like, there's several pet. If I had a spider. Yeah. Want to put my tarantula on your hand? I just don't like the symbolism of like uh, you love my new boyfriend. He has a beautiful pet snake. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would hope that wouldn't be the first thing that someone would say about me if we were yeah. going out. But that would be the most if you get a snake or or just the idea of somebody being like you know comforted and uh, cuddled with a snake. It's yeah. like I, I I don't want to walk into a situation with somebody who's like has such an affinity for snakes because snakes are uh, devious creatures. They are. I think cats are good. Cats are witches, but snakes are literal demons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, 
Dogs oh. are the ghosts of stupid people. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I love that. I know what every animal really is. <laughs> What's a horse? Uh, a horse is uh, a horse is a car in a previous life. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I don't have a lot of. I I think horses are more than that. But <laughs> I I disagree, man. Have you ever talked to a horse? They're the most beautiful animals on earth. And cars, not cows. Cows. Uh, a cow is like a bush that can walk around. <laughs> Cows are closer to plants than they are horses. Horses are closer to machines than they are dogs. Pigs. Oh man, pigs are like dolphins with feet. Pigs, Dol- pigs and dolphins are like basically the same thing. And it, that'd be cool if we ate a lot of dolphins every day. <laughs> that'd be a good society. I mean, it'd be a good sign if there were enough dolphins that we could just. I don't want it, man. I don't know. I eat pork, but I don't feel great about it. Yeah, me neither. I love, Babe is my favorite movie. Oh, it's a beautiful movie. Have it's, you seen Babe 2 yet? I've seen. I, I saw it a long time ago. But uh, Babe 1, I remember liking a lot more. I think because it's uh, that one scene where he's dancing for Babe after he, he gets him to... Uh, he, he sings the song so that he'll start eating again. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's, that always makes me cry. It is a much more heartfelt film than the second, or basically any other film. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but you know, I got a friend who talked about you know watching that movie and crying and eating a plate of bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like that. But know. the movie also accepts the reality of meat eating, and but you you see like ducks getting basted and like beautifully cooked, and everybody eating into the bones and stuff, and it's like all like like the. Uh, you, you, it doesn't shy away from the duality of the, you know, like, like the talking animals and also the animals being eaten. It's a little like Animal Farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a farm of animals, dude. Yeah. We saw the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that's not a good comparison. <laughs> it is like something that a four year old would say. <laughs> that movie's like an animal farm. <laughs> Goose goes home. Um, yeah, man. You've seen Babe a lot more than I have, I think. But oh, we had to watch it when we started dating. Oh, that was your movie. Yeah. I was like, here, i got to show you my favorite movie. <laughs> Babe. And then um, The Naked Gun. And we still haven't watched UHF together yet. I've never seen that all the way through. Oh, my God. That's what people say. Oh, oh my God. I know, I know. It was on something... When I was a kid, not UHF because we didn't have that. Oh, uh, come on! Everybody assumes that I'm a big Weird Al Yankovic fan. Well, I I was actually considering going to see Weird Al Yankovic live in October, and I'm sure the tickets expensive, but uh, they were twenty five. But I am a big fan. It's just that I wish people didn't assume that just by looking at me. Uh, no, they were they were twenty five bucks, but I think that promotion expired. <gasps> oh, really? Yeah. So now it's going to be like one hundred and fifty. Or something unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. I, was about that. I bought the uh, I bought the tickets to see Tim Heidecker do stand up and perform music. I'll be there. Oh, you're gonna be there too? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I bought I bought two tickets for that. <laughs> really excited because I love his uh, music as much as I love his comedy. You seen the special on YouTube he's got? Yeah, I love it's it. Brilliant. <laughs> no, I'm so excited to see the that. no more bullshit stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no more bullshit. Think about the opera singer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut, Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I usually get to standing up. But... Yeah, man, I'm very excited for that. I've not seen a lot of live entertainment. Uh, 
it would be neat to be in like a crowd of people. Uh, I don't know. That'll, that's exciting. Well, I'm, I saw him live like 10 years ago with Neil Hamburger and the DJ Del Count. Um, um, that was one of my favorite shows ever. No Eric? Just him? Yeah, Eric wasn't there for that one. But, uh, um, I opened for Neil Hamburger once. Did you really? I'm the only person alive who's opened for Neil Hamburger and Daniel Johnston. Uh, yeah, it was uh, early in our days as a live band, and we had a small following, and they booked Neil Hamburger at the Orange Show with this guy, Plesiosaur, who was like a comedy music thing. And they were like, I guess the Mathletes is kind of a joke band, because it's the guy who does vlogs, and he's a fucking idiot. I don't know. Like, we were booked as kind of a comedy band, but we played yeah. our, our you know, middle and indie rock for the people at the Orange Show. And I got to talk to him for a long time, Neil Hamburger. Uh, who's known on Blanche and Craig Christensen. Yeah. Yeah. On cinema. He had a great story about Courtney Love, which was basically that, no, I actually don't know her, and we're not friends in real life. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great story the way that he told it. <laughs> Why did Julia Roberts rub shit into her vagina? Because she was horny. <laughs> that's my life. I'm doing, I'm doing <laughs> yeah, he always had that one joke that I loved, um, which is, uh, uh, why did the uh, Amish teenager start a punk band? Because he was tired of hauling oats. It's brilliant. It's beautiful. I, I tell that one too much to this day, in yeah. case you don't know who hauling oats is. <laughs> or what Amish people are, or what anything is. <laughs> so, the Amish when they were just everywhere? <laughs> Do you guys remember anything but TikTok? Have you ever heard of anything but Chris Brown? I, My God. He should go to for the popular artist who don't Chris Brown. Speaking of the tweet. I heard an Olivia Rodrigo song, and um, that's, I felt like, okay, I'm still clocked in. Yeah? Like, I'm not, I haven't, I'm not elderly. Did you find her to be horrible the first time you heard it, or did you like it? It, uh, I honestly couldn't, and this is not this no quality, no comment on the quality. I couldn't tell it apart from any other song that I'd ever heard in my life. Like it, it sounded like it anything. Sounded else like Avril Lavigne or something. Or yeah, it, just, it sounded. It sounded like a like Carly Rae Jepsen driving or, pop song. Yeah, you know, it, it just it's not that I don't know. It, it didn't. There was nothing. It's not for me. Like you mm. know, it shouldn't be for me. But I also like I can't remember anything about it. Like I just remember it was you know had energy and. See, I also remember, I remember hearing it outside of the patio at Barcode, the gay bar. I remember hearing that one song, like, uh, the rock and roll song she does about how, like, fuck you, you goddamn sociopath, or how did you, you know, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, um, and I remember hating that song really deeply. But then I, I didn't know who she was, and I was uh, watching a Saturday Night Live with, uh, with my ex-boyfriend Greg, and uh at his apartment and and she performed that driver's license song and i was very embarrassed that it i was i was probably real stoned but i was we greg and i both were like crying but uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh and then, <laughs> just to have been moved like that but i still i was i like Hated end. <laughs> Wait, it was it wasn't the same song. No, it was different. Yeah, but okay. it was also like I didn't know who she was either time. <laughs> and then I, 
<laughs> well, that that's you know. So she's batting so, five hundred. So I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'm sure I'll hear it again. But you know, I, I went by Cactus today, the record store, and it reminded me that I used to keep up with music. I worked there for a long time, and but, yeah, I it took me you know two years or whatever to hear one Olivia Rodrigo song, and it just flowed through me like water. Yeah. But it's not for you. It's it's, yeah, it's it's pointless hating things when they're not at all. They have nothing to do with you. You know, like I'm not going to be bent out of shape about art that doesn't pertain to me. I'm going to try to get it, and if I don't get it, I'm going to go well. Yeah, we were. Uh, I was talking about how funny it would be to be like uh, friends with somebody whose rich dad is like the bass player from Hoobastank. <laughs> <laughs> Who's like, do you know who my father is? He's the bass player from Hoobastank. So <laughs> I think I know a little bit about, uh, I don't know, whatever you know. <laughs> Cooking hot dogs. But you'd, um, you'd probably grow up with this sense of entitlement over such an accomplishment. Because it, it provides whoever it is that did that with a, a luxurious mansion, I bet. And you know, high place in society. I'm sure the bass player for Hoobus Bank has a mansion. Uh, it does they, fucking fine. They did well. A friend of mine from high school married the son of the songwriter from, and I don't, this is horrible. I don't know the difference between Survivor and Foreigner. I think it was Survivor. Foreigner was a much bigger band, right? Uh, yeah, Foreigner had a lot of good songs. Okay. Actually, I hated Foreigner as a teenager, but now since I've been <laughs> working at the strip club, they actually, like, I love these songs. I love Blue Morning, Blue Day, when I see things my way. Yeah, I don't need to know that. Your love has done to me. It's Blue Morning. I mean, maybe you want to listen to it. This is great. Um, no, but I, 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 I don't know. Whatever. But Survivor was like, he's the eye of the tiger, yeah. it's the thrill of the fight. I'm pretty sure it was that thing. To the challenge of a Rocky. It's a Rocky movie. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I think it was that guy. It doesn't matter at all, but like, big band that I could give two shits about. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, at the wedding, like, we, like, bumped into each other and spoke very briefly. And then someone was like, you know who that is, right? I was like, yeah, I do. Oh, my God. And I'm thinking, like, but I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I'm just pretending to be excited about this guy from this band that I, just because other people are and because I should. It's like, you know, memorizing stats on baseball cards, social cues picking up. It is. I was, so, yeah. in, I was so excited to have, you know, bumped into him in that moment. How do you wind up being the person on the card, though? With people, like, to be a person that other people are excited just to think about just in order to please other people. Well, you got to play baseball. Yeah. You mean in the card <laughs> in a larger sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah to, to be the <laughs> the winner of... You, you know what I hate when, when, when I hear people like, oh, that movie's so excellent. It won four Academy Awards. <laughs> Such an excellent movie. Did you know that it won four Academy Awards? You're like, I don't give a shit about like, uh, my left foot. I don't. <laughs> That's the go-to, <laughs> and uh, or whatever movie you know. But like, just because it was Live. recognized by, you know, like the the Oscars or something. Like, I I I don't think that that 
that's like the shallowest way to uh, hype up a movie or to talk about. But it is a thing that you know does mean something. I guess. I don't know. The older I get, the more it seems like it really is just about going to a bunch of parties and like talking to all the Oscar people and like talking about what a good Oscar winner you're going to be. Remember when Melissa Leo won uh, for The Fighter? Oh, uh, yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, and And she was good in it. But like, she also, I remember, like, took out all these ads and variety and stuff and like, really, like, you got to like, there's a bunch of parties you got to go to. It sounds horrible. You have to go to a bunch of parties. Um, but like, yeah, it's a political thing. It seems like, and um, I don't know. Like, Will Smith campaigned really, really hard and, to win the. Uh, and then, yeah, he went all. He went to all the. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, whatever. He, um, boy, did he blow it! I <laughs> watched ceremony. Anything happened? Let's. That's what we need to hey, talk blow about it. right now, America. Let's <laughs> yeah. litigate the Will Smith slap. Yeah. No. That's another one of those things that people just talk about because it's like, oh, it makes me happy to have feelings about something. Yeah, that it don't pertain to my life. Yeah. I can project all this shit if I want or not. Yeah, I uh, I do remember when that happened. But what are we, uh, what's happening now? Bitcoin crash. That was the last thing that I've been happy about in the news. Did you read about any of that? No. It, no. It, the market is tanking right now. Um, the Since when? Market, like in the last week, like shit has been like going. Uh, and it's something that I never paid attention to enough to understand anything about it other than I didn't want to participate. Yeah, it seemed fucking stupid to me, and then a bunch of smart people said that it wasn't, and I went, "If you say so, I guess it's money for it's, smart people." Then. It's just speculation, right? It's just imaginary money that's like a projection of the um, imagination of the other imaginary money being saved, and and uh, it's like uh, like like money that like has no physical. Uh, it's not backed by anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is which some people will say is true of like the dollar as well. It's you know but the difference there I would say is a lot more fucking people believe in the dollar than they do Dogecoin or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. But it's not a currency that like is recognized by the world. It's like uh it's like my uh blockbuster rewards card. Uh like I'll trade you a hundred points on my blockbuster rewards card yeah, <laughs> like, those... for like four real dollars, please. Yeah. yeah, like, well, if you need four bucks, <laughs> here, but... Uh, it's the only way any of that stuff was going to keep gaining value is if more and more people kept on buying in. And I guess that has stopped. I don't know why it happened. I'm just yeah. reporting now. It's but that's what a pyramid scheme pyramid is. Scheme. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you the people who sign on first, they make the money off the next people who sign on, but there's only so many people in the world who want to have... Yeah, you only get to be the guy selling the... Uh, do you are you old enough to remember a guy on early '90s infomercials just talking about uh, his wealth program where you sell ads in magazines and <laughs> and, and, and there's just testimonials of people who made I made eighteen thousand dollars in one week and then there's like four other people who are like I made thirty six thousand dollars in one day ah <laughs> uh, like, oh, my life has changed I have two hundred thousand dollars now. From doing this thing, it's, and then the guy's whole is like, look how much money I made. And he's not saying, like, isn't it great to have money? And Why would you not want to have money? Buy my product. <laughs> and it's late at night, and you're like, "Who? how did he get this? I'm the only one who has this job. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> that's, that's true. It's got my attention. You know? I want to put ads in magazines now. It's just fun to watch him be himself. I think that's what he was selling, rather than these... Ads to magazines that don't exist anymore, or 
selling the excitement that he felt. Yeah, I know David Spade mocked him in a um, SNL uh, like early nineties thing, like where David Spade played him in some sketches. But uh, it's not the guy who had a bunch of question marks on his suit. No, no. <laughs> Greg actually met that guy. That's another one of those things. Really? Like, uh, when, when I met Greg, he was like, oh, there's something a little special about me. I went to Las Vegas once, and um, the little question mark guy from infomercials, I, I actually I actually <laughs> talked to him once. Was he wearing a suit? <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> it was you, how would you know? You wouldn't recognize him otherwise. <laughs> Could have been anybody, actually. Anybody <laughs> Matthew Lesko, I think, was his name. <laughs> that sounds right. I, I, I'll trust you. I believe you. Yeah, I don't remember the other guy you're talking about, but I wanted to be question mark suit guy. It seemed like he really had one over on the government. Nah. It was it's all like, about like programs that you could like sign up for. All you gotta do is sign up for everything! It's free money just out there waiting for you to grab it! Why don't you take it? Are what are you, you an idiot? <laughs> you fucking loser! <laughs> Pick up the phone right now and hit yourself on the side of the goddamn head! Poverty is your own problem! You it's deserve... like... <laughs> I got nothing. I, I don't, I don't, man, I don't like being yelled at by television. <laughs> Call me crazy. Um, Remember those, uh, those ads for like, you, it's you know, they'd air it at, at like two thirty in the middle of Maury Povich or something. It'd be like, "What are you sitting there in the middle of the day watching TV like a loser? Why don't you go to school? You need to learn something to get off your ass. Get up and go to school. You're not even doing anything. You're watching this show, obviously. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, it'd be these like, how dare you just sit around and do this all day? They're like, you feel guilty for the for being there. Like, uh, they assume that the audience sucks. When they make this. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, you know, feeding off of someone's self-loathing is just as good as, like, getting them excited. Yeah. And certainly, I don't, I don't watch as much daytime TV anymore. <laughs> no, I don't ever. But, yeah, I do remember, like, being sick and home from school and, like, there's this whole other weird world of infomercials and daytime talk shows. And then I just watched Playing Field. <laughs> I've seen that movie about a hundred times. I, that was my go-to stay home from sick. So if you if you start dating somebody, it's only a matter of time before they have to watch Wayne's World with you. Yeah, and that's there's been a I have three separate girlfriends that I can think of that have made sit down and watch Wayne's World with me, and like at best it's like, well, I can see why you like that. <laughs> uh, one of uh, yeah, uh, I dated a very um, religious woman, uh, and her um, I don't know I I did. Um, not everybody likes Wayne's World, for one reason or another. I think it works. Rob Lowe's real funny in it. It's uh, great. It's yeah. a fantastic movie. Uh, I love the uh, the, the video game store chain owner tries to tries to reinvent their uh, image, and then they have the TV show with the new theme song going Wayne's World, Wayne's World, party time, excellent. It is a perfect movie. Yeah. And you just described why. <laughs> yeah, I. That's that's one of those. You got movies that you quote, just you know, because every conversation is just saying stuff that automatically, like you know, it's very rote. Sometimes I have rote things that I go to. You got bits. You're just like you know, like expressions, yeah. like uh -huh. you know, like. Uh, hey, could have been worse. Uh, you could have been from Dallas. That's not a thing anybody says, but I don't know. Yeah, I, everybody wants to shit on Dallas and Houston. That's like. You want to make people happy? <laughs> Dallas sucks. That's yeah, and then, every, and then you get a standing applause for yeah. like five minutes. 
But I, uh, it's, it's, we fear change is something I say like once a week mm. for the benefit of nobody but me. Oh, when, yeah, when, uh, Garth is explaining, we fear change. Yeah, we fear change. <laughs> and then the hand starts filling and he gets it with the hand. <laughs> Folks, go watch Wayne's World right now. It's a terrific movie. The sequel's okay, too. Yeah, Aerosmith is in the sequel. Yeah, uh, stepped down from Alice Cooper in comedic value, I believe. But uh, yeah, they but were bigger at the time. They were also funny in the sketch on Saturday Night Live. Aerosmith was oh, actually, you know, funny show. when, uh, and, and and so the movie was borrowing a bit that had already been done by Aerosmith. So Aerosmith's not like a ripoff of Alice Cooper's, like. Oh, the band is surprisingly intelligent and they know so much about natural history and philosophy and they have so many things to say about the, you know, um, they're just know. reclaiming their thrones. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> it was the thing that they originated, Alice Cooper stole, and they took it back in the sequel, not as good. Not as good. Aerosmith, man. Get a grip, the album with the pierced cow udder. Yeah. It was like my first favorite record. I loved Aerosmith and I was like, I loved Pump. Grade. Uh, that was a little, you're like a couple years older than me. Yeah, right? yeah. But like, looking back on it, I hate those songs now. That has not held up for me. Whoa. I think it's, just, I think it's, really, it's really weird that I was like in fifth grade. And not cool. No, no, no. Not cool. Not cool. Yeah. <laughs> but y'all are always willing to start fights on behalf of Joe Perry and Stephen Tyler. And I, I just don't like rock and roll, man. Oh. I don't like hard rock. I think it's corny. And, yeah. And I think, and they peaked in the seventies and they're this like old dinosaur band, but like, I think, I think their last great song was jaded. I like that song. Uh, which... Jaded. <laughs> jaded. I don't know the words. You could, you could, you could <laughs> say any series of words and that could be an Aerosmith song. Wow. That was uh, David Lee Roth almost. I love David Lee yeah. Roth too. I can't do that. I just, I just, the Smashing Pumpkins is the heaviest thing I ever listened to. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's true, man. I hated metal. Metallica was not a fan of Guns N' Roses. I hated Megadeth. I never even listened to. Yeah, I didn't like harder, angry. I wasn't like an angry kid. I was sad all the time. So, like, I don't know. I just wanted whiny people to play guitars at me. I didn't want cool folks and bandanas. Mm. Pierced cow tits. Pierced cow tits. Yeah. That should have been the name of the album. That would have... Yeah. Uh, it would have been a little more subtle. Yeah. Than get know, a grip. Fuck you, man. I never got it. I never... Was Pump that... was like two cars fucking each other. <laughs> So it was like a truck on top of another truck, and the album was called Pump, as in, a, as in like a gas pump, but also like two cars fucking each other. The act of car sex. Yeah. Uh, okay, and get a grip. Is is like of the like uh, like uh, those tits though. Grip it's on like, those it's tits. those that that could have been a good album title. <laughs> those tits though. Those tits though. Nineteen ninety four. They would have anticipated. Ripping on the titties, yeah. <laughs> Which like if you like all the millennials are into now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you seen all that titty gripping on TikTok? <laughs> oh man, that's the titty talk. Oh, man, you're on TikTok, right? I'm on TikTok. You're on TikTok. <laughs> Is that the show you're into next? <laughs> TikTok with Bob, Bob Morrissey. Be on TikTok. I could talk about. Uh, what's it about? Oh, you know. 
Bits? Yeah. I can talk about bits. <laughs> okay. Too squishy. <laughs> I don't want them. Uh, I like my titties firm. Yeah. <laughs> I like a, 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 like a, a cold pad and put it in the freezer for a long time. I want it to be wet, you know? Yeah. I want to punch it in the brakes. You ever ride a bicycle with like a little silicone seat? It's just like sitting on a pair of tits. You know? I, uh, dear friend of mine, Justin. Uh, dear friend. He's a good guy. Uh, he was named Justin because his father loved Justin Boots. Uh-huh. And that's why he fucking named his kid what he did. And uh, we worked together at Cactus. Someone pointed out, wow, you know those sandals? It's really good. Your dad didn't like uh, titties. And so people still call him titties. To this <laughs> titty baby. Titty, yeah. 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 Titty. But no, I'm glad I wasn't named Converse or whatever she named out here. Yeah. It's a good thing they didn't. I don't know. Would you rather be named after tits or dicks? Uh, probably dicks because dick is a much more common name for men than tit. Yeah, tit Morrissey. Tit Morris. <laughs> That's a decent punk name. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, tit Morrissey. <laughs> tit Polidori. Yeah, it's it's not a common name. It's not going to catch on. Yeah, it'd be lonely to be just one tit. <laughs> Titties is a good name. Yeah. Titties. Yeah. Hey, titties. Uh, Everybody likes you, you greet people, you're just like, <laughs> honk, honk. <laughs> it's me! <laughs> it's about titties! <laughs> hey. what's, the, what's the dumbest nickname of anybody you know? What, what's the dumbest nickname any of your friends have? Um, yeah, I never knew anybody named Boner. That would have been a bad nickname. People seem to think it was normal on TV in the 80s. Um, oh, yeah. That's then... I've known a couple scooters, some spikes. I've, uh, Interesting. I knew, a, you know, Bunny is uh, Muffy, you know. Okay, those are pretty innocuous. Yeah, but uh, the, uh, what, was I, what was I going to say? I don't know. The word sucky. What if, I, I like the, I was talking with the, I don't know, I was I was thinking of like a bit, you know, like you know how you have those go-to things you said you're talking about earlier, like like with Stop the responses. Yeah, the like uh, when you were saying from Wayne's World, we fear change. Um, I, I'd always thought that the words like like it, it's crazy that nobody says the word sucky anymore. Like, oh, that's so sucky. <laughs> like, uh, oh, like, but it'd be funny if somebody was like, uh, oh man, I heard, I heard, I heard Margaret die. I heard your wife died. That's really sucky. <laughs> Wait, the doctor told you you had cancer? That's sucky. That's totally sucky. <laughs> I mean, sometimes children die, and, you know, it's sucky, but God has a plan. <laughs> From the pulpit, the priest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes children die. It's sucky. It's really we gathered, sucky. We gathered here today on this sucky and sorrowful day. <laughs> Later rest. Dear Tits McGee. <laughs> rest in peace, sweet titties. <laughs> With the angels now. God bless us, everyone. When was the last time you went to church? Um, must have been a funeral. Oh, it was, uh, yeah. The last time I went to church was at a funeral. Uh, that's the only time I've been to church in the last 20 years. That's fair. 
or is to go to somebody's funeral because it's not my business, like you know, with their family. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna just boycott. Like I'm showing up, but I'm not dressing up, and I'm gonna say fuck God to everyone here. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's good that you don't do that. I guess yeah. <laughs> you could you could just go and light sit and listen to the guy talk, but um, also, yeah, if you don't like, if you're not really into God and stuff, I don't know why you would do that. It seems like there are better ways for people who aren't religious to spend. Although it's like air conditioning, man. Bob, you need the Lord. That's what I'm saying. You need to it's, go to church. it's as blessed and, and as convenient as air conditioning. <laughs> to love the Lord, it's like, you know, why would you reject this cool air? It's the central air of, of our Lord. It's the central air of the universe. <laughs> they don't talk about the universe a lot in church, from what I remember. They don't talk about, like, you know, solar system and galaxies. You know, yeah, that's a little bit like uh, troubling with their cosmology, motherfuckers. Yeah, I've never figured. I don't. I don't know. I've never. I've read parts of the Bible, and um, but just like I think I found the wrong parts because like they were just talking about um, who's born to who. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, tried, <laughs> yeah. I, I got to the point where, like, X begat, X begat, X begat, X begat. It was like a whole book of just that shit. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I And I remember thinking, like, is there, like, you know, Kabbalah, fucking secret hidden Bible code messages in this or something? And that's why they did it. And then I was like, maybe it's just, like, record keeping from a long time ago. And we don't understand. And everybody's a thousand years old. And I give up. I don't know. What do you think is the difference between humans now? Humans from the Stone Age. Cell phones. Um, I think we probably are taller, um, and we speak gooder. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And yeah. Um, All that's medicine. changed is the complexity, but the underlying structure and the the ways that society is uh, governed has, has all remained basically the same. It's like the Stone Age society is a skeleton, and and we're just the flesh. Sharing our cell phones. <laughs> TikTok and Instagram. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I guess, you know, uh, ever since... I think people talk about agriculture being the start of, like, hierarchies and people having more than other people. And uh, is that book about... You know, talk about agriculture was the world's biggest mistake or something. No. It's a... Uh, Guns, germs, and steel? No. It might that's be the same a, guy. That's that different. Jared Diamond? Jared Diamond, yeah, it might be him. I know you were collapsing comes germs and steel, and I heard both of those. But then, like, the super, my wokest friends were like, "Don't read that book; it's racist." I've read about collapse. Yeah, yeah. he he kind of attributes Rapanui's um, collapse to just them being stupid, and it's like. And then he just talks about the movie Ratatouille. Don't like. Which, in his defense, is a fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is. It's. Have you seen Ratatouille? Yeah. I saw it recently for the first time, and like, I just you know needed to watch a Disney movie as an adult. Uh, it, man, it holds, it's pretty good still. It's got a good cast. Look, motherfucker, if you don't cry at Ratatouille, I don't want to know. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I also didn't know what Ratatouille was mm -hmm. before that. I looked it up. Yeah. It, it kind of looked like little, like, meat slices, like little pepperonis or something. Uh, I knew it wasn't that because some of them were yellow. Yeah. I To be honest, I don't even know what Ratatouille is now. It's like a bunch of cut up squash and tomatoes and shit. It okay. looks kind of nasty, honestly. Sounds nice. I don't like squash. Oh, yeah. I don't like uh, fucking. That pisses French. me off. 
but you don't like squash. Yeah, you don't like squash. Like that literally makes me fucking mad. You want to go? Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> those, you eat all those bland fruits and vegetables, the boring ones. Yeah, I just eat whatever's in front of me, man. Fucking I don't fucking celery. I don't just pick them. off and I'm not one of those choosy eaters who's like, oh, I'm special. I have an allergy. Ugh, I'm gonna die. Oh, this is my card. Look at my. Oh. <laughs> No, this is my card of all. Uh, the doctor gave it to me to show to people waiting tables. This is what I can't eat, so you better prepare it right, or else I'm gonna sue you, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, people with food allergies sound awful. <laughs> yeah, I'm not one of them. Stick it to them. Yeah. Fuck you off. No more bullshit. Cut the bullshit. That's like a no more bullshit thing. That is no, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Fuck you and your squash. Yeah. I don't know. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean I'm not allowed to eat it myself, motherfucker. I love squash. What's the best vegetable to eat? I don't know. Um, so spinach? You don't know? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay. it. Uh, no, it's okay. You don't have to know. I'm not going to tell you. But you'll yeah. figure it out one day. Yeah, some people never learn. Some people never learn about what the best, best vegetable is. Or about nothing, you know? Some people never learn about nothing. I think I'm getting stupider. Me too. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if everybody. You seem is. a lot stupider than the last time you were here. Yeah, I'm really tired right now, but yeah, yeah and I'm also in a better mood. I think I'm smarter when I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I think. That's what I try to tell myself. Yeah, well, I'm what smarter you... when I'm sad. <laughs> Morrissey shit. <laughs> that is a good impression. Thank you. I was gonna ask if I could be in your next band. Um, can I sing all the songs? If if we sing uh, like. Um... Who would I be good for? Um, let's see. If we do a Depeche Mode band, and I, dude, I sing dude, all dude, the dude, Depeche dude. Mode songs. I'm not, I was just thinking Depeche, like that was the first thing, like what's in Bob's range that he made? That's a little bit, I mean, there's only so many bands that you could have said, yeah. said. That's a little weird, man. Oh, yeah. You just had some synchronicity <laughs> okay. there. So I think we have to start a Depeche Mode tribute band now. Yeah, and I'll, I'll do it Aaron with Gore, you. And you can do yeah. David. Oh, yeah. Jan, Gahan. David Gahan. David Gahan. Uh, yeah, I would love to be in a synth pop duo. That would be tremendous. Have you seen the Sparks documentary? We talked about this. Uh, yeah, yeah, I liked it. I think it's my favorite movie. Whoa! Like I don't better than Wayne's like, World. I like it a lot better than Wayne's World. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the two, the two, the holy grails of cinema. No, I, I will put it above Doctor Strangelove for me personally. Like I've watched it like a hundred. I don't know. Times, but probably 20 times when I um, watched it I just kept adding songs to a playlist and then uh, like I I like Sparks but I, I, I think I can get a little bit like okay I've heard enough like I'll, I'll, I'll hear like uh, I don't want I'll spend one day listening to nothing but Sparks and like, okay that's good for the whole year <laughs> and some they're a lot they are yeah. a lot uh, well, I, I like Ants Angst in my pants was uh, was my favorite song when when the, that was the one that made me go oh I love this band. <laughs> you heard it before back in the day or no I just heard it a couple of years ago maybe like five years ago somebody like my friend Angel was like oh, he loved Sparks and uh, and then uh, Wonder Girl he yeah. loved that song and, uh, and I was like oh that, that song rules but I can never it's too weird to play at the strip club <laughs> yeah <laughs> you could hold on you could do Dick Around. Not really. You can't <laughs> do anything by Sparks. Seven long. Yeah. It's too sad or too ironic. I predict. You could definitely do I predict. I predict. No. No. It's stupid, but no. look, Bob, lose your job. <laughs> no, the funniest way possible. Uh, yeah. The best, and I've never found this at any other karaoke place, but the best karaoke I've ever seen was my friend Jenny doing Teddy Bear's Picnic. 
but like singing it really low and slow and creepy at like a bar full of people. Oh. That would be the best song to play for a strip club. Oh, I I was so inspired by this one dancer who um likes to dance to stuff like Skid Row, Eighteen in Life, or um uh Brian Ferry, Slave to Love, and she went up and danced to the Tom Petty song "I Won't Back Down." Wow, you know, uh, which is oh, it was cool. And then I went to do karaoke, and I discovered that's a really funny song to sing if the crowd's not into it. <laughs> if no, if, if you're not getting any energy from the audience back when you're like, "Well, I'll stand my ground," and, I, and then you lose confidence, and I, I won't back down. Nah, <laughs> uh, uh, won't back down. I did. I just backed down. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> I'm uh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tom Penny is very Billy Bass. I mean, that is uh, neither a compliment nor a critique. It's a. It, it was also one of those songs that seemed like so easy to do, but was a lot harder to do actually. Than <laughs> I haven't done karaoke in a long time. Mm. My uh, my go to for years was Ignition by R. Kelly. Oh, that's a good one. It was a great. People love that song. Everybody loved that song. Yeah, especially yeah. now. Yeah. No. He, he, uh, uh, <laughs> I think he's coming back. I, I can't. <laughs> I think we've not seen the last of our show. He's going to do another uh, 24 chapters of Trapped in the Closet. Uh, completely redeem himself. Uh, yeah, man. I saw him live. Uh, like, he put on a fantastic show. It was an I bet he did. Performance. Like, he's... It's, I, I'm, I mean, obviously, I don't need to say this. He can go to hell and back. Like, he's a terrible human being <laughs> yeah. who has done monstrous things. And I can fully separate that from the artistry which was like man he was really you good. just gave me an idea i am totally gonna do it. i believe i can fly next time i do karaoke wow it's gotta still be there <laughs> oh. i believe i can fly <laughs> i believe i can touch the sky like any better a little bit? every morning every night and day <laughs> i'll spread my wings and fly away i believe i can soar Gangbusters. Man. See me running through that open door. This podcast's over. That's okay. Are, are you still recording? Or did you yeah, record? yeah. Oh, okay. okay, we gotta say, all right, podcast's over. Follow you at uh, Joe, 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 Joe on Instagram. Seven Joes. Okay. And <laughs> um, then you have the mathletes. Your, your, your Kickstarter is funded. And then that still, means that still... people are going to be able to buy your product. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be real. We're going to have a record in the record stores, and you can still contribute now up until uh, Friday morning as of this recording of the podcast. So, yeah, thanks for having me on. Let me uh, talk about it for two minutes very poorly. <laughs> and then I talked about silly things. And then whatever we talked about. I don't know. It was good. It was good. It was a, it, this, is, this is in the top three of my appearances on the Okay, show. well, okay, we've had three, this so is third, uh, this yeah. is one of the three. Yeah, this is one of the times I've been on your show. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, but thanks for having me. Uh, it's good to see you. All right. Thanks, Joe. Joe Faladori. <laughs>